So December 1st and just 24 days to Christmas. This time of the year on the Christian calendar is called Advent. The word literally means the awaited arrival. And there is a tradition, perhaps in many of the mainline churches, that um, an Advent calendar is followed, sort of 25 days of scriptures that sort of build up your heart in preparation. Yesterday, I um, talked a little about the value of a preparation. And if you missed it, I'd really like to encourage you to go back a day on YouTube and um, or Facebook, but YouTube's easiest, and, um, and do a little catch-up there because I think it's really valuable. But today I want to start the first of our, our scriptures relating to the, the, the coming of our Savior and Redeemer, and some lessons, some reminders, some stretching of faith and preparing of a room for him uh, as we head towards Christmas. So uh, Isaiah chapter 9 is our conversation. It's a very well-known passage of scripture. One particular part you will know, for unto us a child is born and he shall be called and so forth. But it starts in verse 2 with this uh, scripture. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You, God, have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. Uh, their joy before you as the people rejoice uh, during harvest, as warriors rejoice when they uh, divide the plunder they've won. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke and the burdens over us, the bar across our shoulders, the rod that used to oppress us. Uh, uh, and then verse 6 says, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. This passage of scripture, just a quick uh, introduction and reminder that the purpose of the Redeemer was not optional and the product of the Redeemer's work is not repeatable. There's something about reminding ourselves that he is unique, one man and God uh, wrapped in one, uh, unique throughout all of history. By him we mark time and by him our lives are changed. And uh, the uh, prophet Isaiah wanted to remind us that he had to come and not only needed to come, but had to come. And this idea of preparing and awaiting our hearts for it is so incredibly powerful. And so he introduces this idea as light in the darkness. And today, our Advent reminder is that Christ is our light in the darkness. And there are a couple of examples or expressions, if you will, or manifestations on, on how that works that I thought I would remind you of. First of all, he talks about light in the sense of God lighting on us. Favor uh, is a good way of describing it. You know, when God shines his light on and he says, you've enlarged the nation, the people of God nation, right? You've brought joy. You've uh, granted a season of harvest. This idea of a light meaning favor. This idea that Christ coming is good news, not fearsome news. This idea that his light brings uh, a joy wherever he goes. And I wanted to remind you of that in a world where things coming our way aren't always joyful, uh, that his coming is a, a, a celebration and it is light to represent favor. God picks us. God chooses us. I, I always used to think that I, you know, sort of I chose the Lord, that I, I gave my life to the Lord. And, and that, in that sense, I did. I didn't really choose him. He chose me. He was the initiator of this relationship. He came to us. He said you couldn't get to him, so he'd come to us. And so when Christ comes, he brings favor. The, the second idea of light is that idea of light as a weight. 
off our shoulders. He breaks the yoke and he deals with the rod of the oppressor. Light to represent a weight. And that he has lightened things off of our shoulders. You know, favor is one thing, but a feeling of being light is a wonderful thing. Um, and I, I wanted to remind you that when we're in his presence, burdens lift and our shoulders are freed. Have you ever had, you know, that thing that doesn't go away off your shoulder? Uh, you can be busy with other things, but as the day goes by, you know something's been sitting on your shoulder. It's a, it's a weight, a burden, a yoke. And um, Christ coming to remove that, you know, nothing else will. You can medicate yourself to ignore it, but, but nothing else removes the, the yoke off of our shoulders like the coming Savior. And so uh, light to represent favor and light to represent a feeling of, of freedom. And then thirdly, light to follow. You know, when we get to the Christmas story, you'll know very well the star. It's supposed to be on a Christmas tree. Some, sometimes people put an angel there. That's cool. I don't think it should be anything other than an angel and a star, but I mean, who cares? Uh, my opinion. But uh, the idea of uh, even the wise men follow a star. Uh, you know, Christ is for both the wise and the foolish, but even the wise follow the star. And uh, a light by which we follow, a path illuminated before us. So, uh, the prophet is reminding us in this journey of Advent to expect three things, to expect favor and favorable conditions for our lives, to expect a feeling of lightness, a relief from the burdens on our shoulders, and to expect a road well lit that we can follow. I quite like all of those things. I like the power of all of that. That's what a savior coming to the world and, and our privilege of being able to follow him means in a practical way. I love the idea that we don't have to look for him because he found us. I like the idea that we don't have to work for it because he lifted the weight of the work and carried it on the cross for us so that when he carried the yoke of a cross up a hill, it replaced our needing to carry the yoke of a sin. And I love the idea that we don't have to beg for blessing. He uh, has come to favor us. And so I hope those three ideas really impact your perspective on like what getting ready looks like in preparation for Christmas and for, for Advent. And I hope that that sets your heart um, ready for an exciting time and, and, to, and to really believe that it'll set you up by enlarging your spiritual world, your practical world, your, your, your career world, your relationship, or whatever your world is of value and under his leadership, he enlarges it so that there is a harvest and so that there is joy. And so there's so much to say about that passage of Scripture, and I'm looking forward to touching on that same chapter again tomorrow, and I'll wrap up this week of devotions. Uh, Vince will sing us in on Friday, and um, I'll pick it up again next week. So should we pray uh, and prepare our hearts? Let's do that. Lord, we, we thank you so much for uh, your light that comes into a dark place, and and this idea of a dawn, a beginning of a new thing is about to happen. And we're reminded of that. We're reminded that, that your, your light uh, uh, is favor, that your light is a feeling of freedom, and that your light is a path to follow. And would you teach us how to do all of those things and give you glory in it, in Jesus' name. Amen.